You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. Oh, come on. Let's give God some praise tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Come on. I'm just going to go right into praying. You guys can just raise your hands and we're just going to start breaking open some stuff because I believe that tonight some stuff needs to get broken. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for your presence that is here tonight. God, where there is any blockage, God, God, we clear, we clear that out. We open up our hearts to you tonight, Jesus, to hear from you, to receive a touch from you. God, it's one word that changes everything, one word that makes things so clear, such a clear path that relieves us, God, that, that is, fills us with love. God, I thank you tonight, Jesus, that you're lifting up off darkness from us. I just really believe that some people came in tonight with uh, just a heaviness, a heavy heart, that there is depression that came into this room. But right now I declare that depression, you must go and you must flee right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Depression, you must go. When I was sitting in here, when I was praising God, I felt that somebody came in just with a, just a heavy heart, almost a, just struggling with suicidal thoughts. And I don't know if that could be you tonight, but I was feeling that in the room. And if that's you, know that that is not the Spirit of God. He called you to come here to get that thing broken off. So if you are dealing with suicidal thoughts that, you know, you're in your room and you could be doing some stuff where you're trying to feel something, you're trying to feel uh, maybe even just pain to tell yourself that is life worth living. Maybe pain will help me. No, that's the devil. You gotta go, you gotta go. That suicidal thought must go and must flee that spirit of darkness darkness and depression and of death. You must get off of our people right now in Jesus' name. I also feel like some people came in and, and maybe one person, it's only $5 in the bank account. <laughs> some people came in, it's a little depressing, <laughs> you know, but they're trying to find God. It's just, if it's one touch from God, one word from God, and uh, just to receive freedom that you make, might have come in with $5 in the account. But God sees you, He loves you, He has a purpose and He has a plan and a destiny for you in Jesus' name. So God, right now, fill that person, God, with your love. Fill that person with purpose, with your, with your hope, hope in Him. Hope in Him again, that He has a plan and a purpose and a destiny for your life. Thank you, Lord. Just sickness, sickness has been trying to, you know, take over our whole church. <laughs> the last few months, there's just been sick after sick. I, I, I've been witnessing to it. So right now, in Jesus' name, that we just declare sickness, you must go. We declare health in this church, health in this church, health over the kids, health over, uh, the, over the families, that sickness cannot touch us any longer. God, I thank you, Lord, that we can call on your name when we take communion, that by your stripes we are healed. It's not just for mega huge sicknesses, it's for all in between. So I thank you, Lord, that we can come to you, God. And Lord, that sickness is not gonna be a setback for us, but we are gonna be healed tonight in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Amen. I'm starting to feel a little happier again. <laughs> I'm starting to feel the power of God again, right? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel like God is just starting to stir up some hungry hearts tonight. You could have been coming in hungry for one thing, that the, the media and the world get you to look at something time, over and over again, trying to tell you that you should be hungry for this, that your appetite should be for that. But God is trying to break those things off so that you have a full appetite for Him, hunger for Him, hunger to see His presence, hunger to see His, His power reside in you. Hunger to see uh, your school transformed, your business transformed, your influence to go beyond anything you can ask, think, or imagine to give Him glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And then I also just saw that somebody is, is trying to get pregnant and they've been getting discouraged. And so I just pray, we pray for you, for the people that are trying to get pregnant and they haven't yet conceived that, Lord, you are with them, God. I declare in the next month or two that they are going to conceive. We just bring forth that word. We speak it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Miracle babies in motion. Miracle babies to break forth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Come on. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yay. Jesus is so good. He is so good. I, you know, I was transformed by him when I, like right at the end of high school. And I, I have been in awe of him ever since. He just, he literally struck me on the ground. I didn't even know that there was such thing of being filled with the Holy Spirit and like laying down or whatever it is, you know, whatever happens. <laughs> I didn't even know that that existed until I went to a conference that someone invited me to. They said, uh, did you know that, that God still raises people from the dead? Did you know that he still heals people and that sickness and, you know, all that stuff, like it, he just transforms people. And I didn't know that. I was raised Lutheran and, um, you know, and I went to FCA and stuff like that in high school. So then when somebody told me about this, you know, God that does this kind of thing, I had to, you know, I had to go see what's up. So I went to the conference and uh, they had an altar call at the end. I don't even know what the altar call was for, but everything in me was just like, I need to run to that altar. I need to go get my life changed. And uh, from that day forward, I wrote the the pastor's name down and his name uh, is Benny Perez. I wrote his name down and uh, it was in this little town. I'm from a little town of Oakdale, California and it was in Modesto, which is like our big city that he was there. And then, so I jumped the pews, I came up and we were just all lined up, just up at the front. And then he just went down and I just, I had my eyes closed and uh, you know, I was just hungry after God's heart and just down the line he said power 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 and then when he came to me and said power I shot back three feet and I don't even think there was a catcher then you know it's just I was on the floor my head's totally fine you know <laughs> and uh, I was just shaking and then while I was boom on the ground it seemed like this lightning bolt just like came and just filled me with his with light and I, I could just never go back ever since then 
I could not go back. And uh, yes. And right after that, that's when I was a barista in Starbucks. And um, because I gave my uh, whole heart to to Jesus, um, I was just a walking, this is my whole heart, Jesus, I could do whatever job. And I was in the fullness of him. You know, all I wanted was him. You don't have to be this special title or special, special person, you know, to be moving fully into the, working the presence or the power of God. And uh, so I remember I was uh, at the, they always put me at the window taking drive-through orders. And um, so I was over there and this woman came up and she just like not beat on the, um, on the window. And I was a little startled and she was having this panic attack. And so she said, <gasps> like just trying to breathe. And so all of a sudden I just, I, something came over me. I just ran out there. I got in her car and I started speaking in tongues while I got in the car. I was like, you get in the back. Sure, her baby's crying. Her husband's on the phone. I'm like, it's okay. God is here. God's with us. <laughs> yeah. And so then I started to just drive. I'm like, okay, I got to get around and I got to get in the parking lot. And so I was just speaking in tongues. I'm like, if you don't mind, I'm just going to speak in tongues. God's with us. He's going to be here. You're going to be okay. His peace is going to be upon you. And so I just started speaking and I started going because I was filled with the Holy Spirit, right? So he's with me. By the end, the ambulance was was there at the end. Somebody must have called them. And uh, she was completely all better. Like she was sane. She was fine. I came in my Starbucks and my friends were like, what's going on? I'm like, I was just praying for that lady. And, and, the, and the Holy Spirit came upon me. And you, like, all you can do is just talk about how good God is. You know, you're just like bleh, 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 vomiting the Holy Spirit. And then the firefighter came in and he asked for me and I'm like, oh man, I'm in trouble. What did I do? And because uh, life is an adventure with Jesus, right? Like it's an adventure with the Holy Spirit. You don't know what's going to happen. And so I, you know, I walked out there like, yeah, I'm, I'm the person. And uh, they just said, you know, I just want to thank you because what you did, um, you know, she was having a massive panic attack and I just kind of saying different things that could come with it. But thank you for your prayers because it, it made her, you know, like she has peace and she's good. Like there's nothing wrong. So anyway, glory to God, right? So that was the start of God moving in my world. And that's what he can start doing in your world is that you can, uh, no matter what, where you're at, you can be a barista in Starbucks, you know, you can be in Walmart and walking the aisles up and down. That's also what I used to do when I was filled with the Holy Spirit at first is that just walking the aisles up and down saying, Jesus, just show me someone. I was a little, maybe more Spiro back then, but I was like, Jesus. And so I would pray for people and, uh, but that is just the start. And so if you guys have just started getting filled with the Holy Spirit, you have no idea the plans and the purpose that he has for your future. You have no idea. It's going to be the, it's the best future that he has for you, the best life, the best spouse that he has for you. You get to co-labor with Christ, which is the most amazing, exciting thing is that we get to be co-laborers with him. And so we get to see miracles happen. We get to see, you know, people get miracle homes. We got a miracle home this last year, but you get to see people get healed and set free. 
seeing uh, just the demonic oppression be lifted off of them. It is so exciting what you get to see and what you get to do in the house of God, and there's no place like it. So, amen. I realize that we're standing a lot, and we're all just excited, right? So this is good, but we can uh, take a seat. And worship team, thank you. I love you guys. Thank you for bringing in the presence of God. That's what it's all about. And, uh, but there is none other like Jesus. I am still a little sick. You can hear it in my voice. And I'm trying not to do like the girl squeak thing because I know that could be annoying if I'm like, and you're like, ew. But uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, what I want to go over tonight is uh, the title of my message. Should I just go right into it? The title of my message is In the Deep. In the deep, yes, in the deep. And um, in the deep, we're not in the shallow end anymore, right? He's taken us out of that. He's taken us out of religion and out of bondage of that, of going to Sundays just every week where you have to go or, um, you know, you're listening to this boring preacher who isn't talking about, you know, Starbucks and sending people, you know, with the Holy Spirit and Starbucks. But um, no, but um, you are in the deep. That's what I feel. I feel like what this word is, I want it to be tonight our encounter nights. This is when people come on Wednesday nights because they're hungry for, for God. They're hungry for a touch from him. Um, they're, they're hungry. And so, um, so what I want, I want it to be a prophetic, um, a prophetic, talk about the prophetic, release the prophetic and help give us a cure of how to get out. So what, here's what I feel. What I feel tonight is um, if you were to do that pin, you know, when you do like in your Google Maps, if you were to say drop pin location right here, you know, drop your location. Um, this is where I feel like we are just as a, as a church, like dropping the location. And I feel like where if you were to drop a spiritual location, um, we are set in deep waters, and so let me tell you what, explain to you what that means. So there is point A of where you started, right? When you um, came to Christ, when you met him, and when you're like, oh my gosh, my whole life is, is changed now. I give you my whole life. I'm, I'm in the baptisms last week. Wasn't that awesome? Um, I got to see pictures because I was sick, sad. But, um, you know, you're baptized. He baptizes you with, with his spirit and with fire. So you are ready to go, you know? You're ready to be that Starbucks barista that's saying, God, let's just go. Let's do this thing, you know? And so now you're, you were in the shallow. You're over here. You're at point A. And now you're just getting launched, you know, into the deep. You're like, yes, miracles and happiness and joy, Jesus, you know. You're really happy. And you're, you're on your journey. And you're going from point A to point B. And point B is, is over here. And point B is, uh, you know, where, where God is calling you. You feel like God has put a, given you a word of where you're meant to go, where your purpose is. And so that's B over there. So you're just, you're in this, you're in this middle ground and you're, you're in the deep, you know. And, um, and all of a sudden, uh, you can look around you. 
and you feel a little scared because you're in the deep waters. So you're a little intimidated now. And there's some people that where your location is right in the middle is you're starting to look around and you're starting to say, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And then you're starting to sink. You're starting to sink. And then you're just saying, Jesus, help me, help me, save me. But you're starting to freak out because you're in the deep waters because uh, you, you could be looking around and you're looking not on Jesus. And that's why you can get a little bit fearful coming in. So it's, uh, so Peter is the person that I feel is uh, encapsulates, encapsulates, yes, <laughs> where we are right now. So let's read about Peter. This is with Jesus walking on water. So Matthew 14, 25 through 32. I'm going to try to do this, read from the big Bible screen. <laughs> Okay, now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind, the wind ceased. Amen. So in the deep, walking on water. Don't some of you feel when you're just in the middle of a miracle, like you, Rex Crane was just here. There were healings busting out all over the place. And this, this healing, this miracle launched you out into the deep and you're looking around. You're like, wow, how did I get here? I don't know how I got here. It was only by Jesus that got me here. This is pretty awesome. But then when you fix your eyes, not on Jesus, you know, you can't do this on your own strength. And so you start to sink and you start to, to cry out for him to save you. And um, so that's what I feel like we are a little bit is that uh, we're launched out in the deep, but some fear can creep in and we can be looking back and being startled about where we're at. But be of good cheer. Jesus is with you. So there's, uh, there's uh, some cures to get us out of this. So don't worry. <laughs> Um, I want to bring up Song of Solomon 2.15. Do we have that on the big Bible? Um, Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. That's the verse. So little foxes that can spoil the vine. Um, I believe that, you know, with, with Peter, when he was looking at the wind and the waves, um, we can have winds and waves in our life, but sometimes they're, they're not as big as, as something that can take us out isn't something so big, like a big wind, big wave. Sure, those things can take us out, but I believe that for a majority of the time, it's those little foxes that come into our vineyard, our vineyard's ready to, you know, ready to give fruit and it's healthy, it's, it's growing. And then these little foxes come in and start to uh, take away from the vine. And so we can look at our situation around us and we can get really uh, taken out by sickness, for example. 
we just, I've had a cold and it's lasted probably since December 18th, literally. I'm like, I have been sick since December 18th, this whole time, all January, all February. And so that's something that in my home, I'll, I'll just sit back. So this is something personal that's happened to me. So I'm just speaking out of my own experience. But I know as a whole, we've been sick. But it's like, man, God, we come here and we see, we want to see things shift. And we want to see Salt Lake City uh, turn itself upside down. We want to see revival happening. And then here I am day after day with the sniffles in my, you know, at my home. My kids are sick and just getting a setback from sickness. So that could be a little fox that could creep in. And then what also creeped in into our household was uh, just being literally in pain. I was trying to be really cool and uh, I, you know, I'm learning Utah. And so there's a hill that's behind our house and I saw like a sled and I'm like, hey boys, look at me, I'm gonna come go down. And this is like not when it was fresh snow, this is like days after. And I'm like, and you know, it's like green grass and then it's snow, but I guess it's more like ice. I don't know. I was thinking it's snow, but I went up to the top and I'm like, boys, watch mommy. And so I get on the sled and I'm like, one, two, three, and I'm going down and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am flying. I'm flying down. And then all of a sudden I'm like, where did this come into? Like there's this ramp, like somebody made a ramp. And so I'm like, zoom, and then I hit the ramp, like, perfectly. And then I fly into the air about five feet high, and I'm like, ah! And then I land right on my smack on my tailbone. Oh, ow. It was the most painful thing I've ever had. And then to, like, be sick and then to have tailbone pain, you know? Like, you can't even, like, get off out of your chair. They say you have to have a donut when you walk around. I'm like, no, I am not going to have a donut. But, <laughs> but so that was happening. And then, you know, like, Matt went to the, um, this was even before then, but Matt went to the, the football, it was the turkey bowl game. Yep, got hurt there, so our family had to deal with that. <laughs> and then he also fell on the stairs as well, so that happened. It's been like time after time of just pain and, and sickness for months. So those are just little foxes. It's not like there was something dramatic or drastic that happened to me. But I feel like that's, you know, that's like the, the real world that can happen to us, you know? There are tiny little setbacks that um, aren't really, that, could, that actually take us out. They're not like one big thing, but it's these tiny little foxes all over that cause us to look around and start to sink. But you are meant to walk on water with Jesus. You are meant to walk on water. You're meant to, and that's what I mean by co-laboring with him. You're in the deep. You are, you launch yourself out. He told Peter before, launch your nets out into the deep. And that was the first miracle with Peter, right? And his nets and his boats were starting to sink because all the fish were just, he was just getting super blessed that day because as a fisherman, that's how you make money. But he had to call in another boat. And so the boats were starting to sink. So um, launching out into the deep, you are meant to be blessed blessed as you walk on water, co-labor with Christ, you're in the deep and he wants to bless you. But the warning is don't let those little foxes 
get inside your vineyard. Don't let those little foxes get inside your life and take you out, which is a tiny little thing that can take you out. God is way bigger than that. Um, so Zechariah 4.6. Zechariah 4.6. Let me see here. Is it on the screen? Ah, it's on the big Bible screen. Zechariah 4.6, it says this. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And I'm going to say that again. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I feel like we can start to see ourselves sinking when we think that it's in our own strength, that we think that what got us from point A to point A.5, right in between of A and B, was in our own strength, but it wasn't. It was a launching of that God had, had us set out and it launched us into a miracle. And then we got here. He told us to come. He's asking you to come. He's asking you to come into the deep, to co-labor with him, to walk on water, to see uh, miraculous things happen, to see revival happen in Salt Lake. He's asking you to launch out into the deep. And, uh, and it's not by our own might. It's not by our own power, but it is by His Spirit. It's by His Spirit. And that was actually the very first verse that I remember uh, coming back to a, a church service after I got uh, rocked with the Holy Spirit, is that the preacher that was preaching that, uh, that night kept on saying that over and over, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And you have to know that you can't do it in your own strength, that, uh, you know, the anxieties might come, the depression might come, but it's those little foxes that are trying to just eat away and trying to get you to, to look selfishly in your own world and to get you off focus of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Jesus will give you rest. You might find in this season, in this setback season with through anxiety and through uh, just trying to work really hard and you know, you see yourself here, you're trying to get to point B and trying to do everything in your own strength because you got this far, so have to keep on relying on Jesus? Yes, you do. <laughs> but in those anxieties that uh, I, it's just, you have your eyes on you, that it is in your own might, but it's all by the strength and the power of Jesus, by his spirit. And so what I feel like God is saying is that people tonight, you need permission to rest. Some of you just need permission to rest. It's okay to, he makes you lie down in green pastures and he will restore your soul. You can't continue to work on, on, on empty. You need to let Jesus fill you up with his Holy Spirit. So some of you just need to hear, I have the permission to rest. Amen, that's a good word. <laughs> um, some of you might uh, need to call out and, uh, and rebuke the wind and the waves and the foxes that are coming into your world. Because before Peter walked on water, he actually saw Jesus rebuke the wind and the wave. Jesus was in the boat. He was asleep. 
so that's what Jesus does in the storm is he'll just sleep through. So he took, you know, rest very seriously. <laughs> and uh, so with Jesus, he, uh, he woke up and he started to rebuke the wind and the waves. So point number two is some of us need to speak in our authority that Jesus gave us. You need to be able to speak to the wind and the waves, those little foxes that are creeping in, those anxieties, um, the worries. You need to speak to the wind and the wave and tell it to be still. Because I know who God is. And this is what He told me. And so put those things in, in their place. And just have, have, have peace again and have faith again. When you're in this place of feeling like you're gonna sink, just know God is with you and he has gotten you this far. So of course he's going to complete the good work that's in you. That's scripture, right? He is going to complete the good work that is in you. So you will have the strength. He will give you the strength. He will give you his spirit to be able to launch you all the way over to point to Island B. (laughs) So then you can then get launched to Island C and all this other fun stuff. But um, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And I know we're coming to an end. So I just feel like uh, what I want to do is just have an altar call where people could come up. And if you feel that you have felt just and just you haven't been able to rest, um, you have been doubting, um, you just need to get your faith back. You need to get your uh, your strength back. You need to get rest again. That. There is space created here at the altar to, to, give your, to give your life to Jesus, to give those worries to Him, and just to let Him touch you, and just to let Him fill you with His Holy Spirit, with His Spirit, and with His presence, okay? So that's what we're going to do uh, right now. So let's all stand up. I'll invite the, the rest of the worship team to come up. But this is just a a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost night. Because I don't want us, God doesn't want you in a setback. He wants to carry you. He wants you to co-labor with Him, continue to walk on water and to see miracles in your life, to, to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. He has good things prepared for you. So if this message is for you, that you need one of those things. You need rest, or you just need to be filled with His Spirit and just be in His presence. Then I want to invite you forward right now. What song are we in in right now? Because I wanted to... Same God. Okay, cool. Can we go ahead and we can sing that? So the, the worship team is going to play space is created right here and let God come and let God meet you where you're at. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.